to hear an anointed, powerful word that will change your life from Treasure Coast Victory Center. Be blessed as your faith goes from one level of glory to another level of glory. All right, did you bring a Bible this morning? Good, you're going to need it. Go to John's Gospel, chapter 3. We've been teaching on Wednesday nights about the kingdom of God. We've been teaching on Sundays about the kingdom of God. And I've been getting some downloads over the last week. And what we start this morning, we'll probably finish Wednesday because there's no way I'm going to get it all in. We'd be here most of the day. So we're just going to start. I want you to learn to how to apply the kingdom of God to your life because that's where the joy is. That's where the victory is. That's where the deliverance is. That's where your life is. So the more we learn how to apply to simple things, say simple things. See, religion has messed up everything, messed up our minds, messed up the way we do things, messed up the direction we go, we're so cluttered we don't know what to do. The kingdom of God is very simple. It's very simple. It's simply seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you here in the earthly realm. So we're going to talk about something very practical. Say very practical. But it's going to help you to open your eyes up to some spiritual things you may have never seen before in your life. All right? All right, John's Gospel, are you there? Look at chapter 3. Look at verse 1. It said, There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher from God, for no man can do miracles that you do except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, said, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the Spirit is So marvel not that I say unto you, You must be born again. The wind blows where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof but cannot tell whence it cometh or whether it goes, so is everyone that is born of the Spirit. Say, I'm born of the Spirit. Spirit. Now, if you're born of the Spirit, you're like the wind. And the way that you think and the way you do things. Now, we've all heard this scripture. We've all known this scripture. The church teaches this scripture quite a bit. People use this scripture quite a bit. And there's nothing wrong with it. But notice that Jesus basically only talks about being born again one time in his entire ministry. Do you realize that? The church talks about it all the time. But here he's talking about being born again. And when we talk about born again in the church, we talk about being born again and going to heaven. But notice heaven is nowhere to be found in these scriptures whatsoever. Heaven's not in there anywhere. What's it talking about? Jesus is talking about basically a kingdom that you enter into. How do you enter into it? By being born again. So he's talking about a heavenly kingdom, isn't he? This whole scripture is about entering into this heavenly kingdom that God has for you and being able to see in that kingdom things that you could not see before and understand things that you could not understand before. So when you get born again, you enter into the kingdom and you also have spiritual sight to see things spiritually rather than naturally. Remember Adam and Eve back in the garden? Basically, they were naked their whole lives and never even realized it until they lost their spiritual sight and saw in the natural realm. And all at once, they, they figured out that they were naked. Well, God wants to take that nakedness away from us and open up our eyes back into the spirit realm where we're not being persuaded and pushed around by things in the natural realm, but we're being led and, and controlled by the spirit realm. So here it's talking about the kingdom of God. 
The kingdom of God is the government of heaven. Say heaven. heaven. Now heaven is a real place. Heaven is a real country. Heaven is a country just like Peru is a country. Just like Spain is a country. The only difference is it's a spiritual country and you cannot see it because it is invisible. So when you got born again, basically at that time, you became a citizen of a spiritual kingdom in a spiritual place called heaven that you cannot see, but it is just as real as the earth that you're living in right now. Are you following me? I mean, when we die, people say, where are you going when you die? We're going to heaven. You're so convinced there is a heaven then, but you have to become convinced there is a heaven now. Because there's a heavenly kingdom there that you need to live in and take advantage of, not when you die and go there, but now when you're on the earth now, you can still take advantage of that kingdom because you were born into that kingdom and you are now a citizen of the kingdom of God. And it's a real kingdom. But we want to live on the earthly kingdom. We want to live on our, our, our government's kingdom. We want to live there because everything you see in the earth realm is not nearly as much as what we can get out of heaven. It doesn't compare to the two. I mean, we, we talk about down here, you've got... And this is like dual citizenship almost. You're still a citizen of the United States. How many of you know that? But now you're a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. So you can live in the kingdom of a, a basically a citizen of he, a being American, but you can also tap into the spiritual. And until the spiritual becomes the more important kingdom than the natural, you're going to continually receive from the natural and not from everything that God has you in the spiritual in the country of heaven. So we're down here and everybody wants health care. Well, there's no health care up there. There's healing up there. I would rather have healing than health care. Come on now. And on this earth down here, we want to buy a house. We get a mortgage. We do whatever. There's banks. There's everybody to help us out. But up there, all your needs are met according to his riches in So we're living as citizens of the earth here, of Americans, and that's fine. But there's a greater citizenship that you have when you got Born again into that kingdom. How did you become a citizen of the United States? Born again. So when I was born in the United States, I became an American citizen, basically. I became an American. If I got born again in Bulgaria, I'd have been a Bulgarian. Algeria would have been an Algerian. But now you're born in heaven and you're a heavenian. See, and we don't see ourselves as heavy ends. We see ourselves as Americans. So we're limited to what America can give us and what takes place and what happens. And this is what's so important about being born again that people don't understand. Unless you become a citizen of heaven while you're on the earth, you're not going to get in. See? doesn't work that way. I mean, I can come here from another country, and I can buy a flag. And I can buy a shirt that says USA, USA, and I can sing, I'm proud to be an American. I can pledge allegiance to the flag, but none of that stuff gets me in to be an American citizen. I have to be born or naturalized into becoming a citizen. Well, it's the same way in the spiritual realm. You can go to church and clap. You can go to church and dance. You can pray. You can go to confession. You can do all these things. But notice what Jesus said, ye must be born again. Because the only way you become an actual citizen of heaven itself is by being born again into that kingdom. Are you following me? And when Adam came, when Adam was born, he was a member of the kingdom of God. He was a citizen. But when he rebelled against the kingdom of God, when he rebelled against the order that he had, he lost his citizenship in the kingdom of heaven, but still had a citizenship here on the earth. But he was attached to another country, and it's called, and a kingdom called the kingdom of darkness. So even though he was on the earth, he switched kingdoms. Why? He rebelled against the home kingdom. He declared independence from God. 
And when he did that, he lost his citizenship in heaven. So Jesus' main purpose for coming back was to open the border gates. Come on, to tear down the wall. I know we're building a wall, but he's tearing one down. And what's he doing that for? To once again give us the opportunity to become citizens of a kingdom that we lost because of what Adam did that took us out of that kingdom. So basically, what is it? We, we have immigration now. You can come in. Jesus said, come on, you can come in. And all he spoke about was basically the kingdom of God. So really, I have dual citizenship. I am an American, but I also am a citizen of the heavenly kingdom, so I'm a heavyian. So I'm both. Now, to me, the better kingdom is the heavyian kingdom. See, if, if I had dual citizenship in the United States and Haiti, let me tell you where I'd go to get stuff done. It wouldn't be Haiti. But some of us are settling for Haiti. See, Smith Wigglesworth, how many of you have read anything about Smith Wigglesworth? Tell you what, he's got some profound things. He said, the main problem of the church coming in the next 50 years is going to be that people give God a second and third chance in their life. They give the heaven the second and third chance in life. In other words, sickness hits to your body, you go to the doctor, you get medicine, you talk to this doctor, you go to this specialist, you do this, and then when they can't help you, we go to citizen two. Now we're going to go to heavyian. God help me, God help me, God help me. But we've got to learn to go to this first. And I'm not putting you under condemnation. I'm just telling you it's a mind change. And if you don't have the mind change, you better stay in the United States and get your stuff for now. But there's better stuff up there. God's kingdom's better up there. God gave us promises up there. And we can receive from that kingdom because we are citizens of that kingdom. Wealth wise is already up there. It's already provided for us. So we always give God the second chance or the third chance or the fourth chance. Well, I'm going to do this. Well, I'm going to borrow money. Well, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get a loan. I'm going to do all this stuff without going to our up here. How many know God doesn't give loans? He just supplies all your needs. And if you seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, you don't have to worry because all these things will be. But if you're going to seek this first, now you're limited to what this realm has for you. What does it have? It has sorrow. It has sickness. It has debt. It has all these things down here. And there's a lot of specialists. Don't worry. We saw that during the pandemic. Thank God for our health specialists. They didn't have any idea what was going on. They didn't know what this thing was going to do, what, what, what to do, what not to do. But we were limited to there. Unless you are a citizen of the kingdom of heaven and you got a higher source and you got higher information and you can go to someone else and then people think you're nuts because they're living here and you're living there. Well, I'll tell you, it's better up there. It's better to know I'm healed from the top of my head to the soles of my feet, praise God. It's better to know that my needs are met according to his riches and glory. It's better to know that I have the peace that passes all under. See, you can't have that if you're living here. Because you're going to get your peace from your understanding, and you look around, ain't nothing good to understand here to get any peace out of whatsoever. So what was he doing? He was giving us an opportunity to become citizens again, not of the kingdom of darkness, but take us out of that kingdom and make us a citizen once again in the kingdom of his own dear son. Praise God. Hallelujah. Go to Colossians chapter 1. God spoke to me the other morning. He said, you've got you to wake up, church, because there's a lot of illegal immigrants in the church right now. 
See, they're going to church, they're in church, they're clapping, they're dancing, they're singing, they're waving, they're doing everything, but they have not been born as a citizen in the kingdom of God. And they think they're earning their citizenship by dancing, jumping, singing, but you can't earn citizenship. You either got to go through the naturalization process or you got to be born into that kingdom. And thank God, I'm born again. Praise God. Hallelujah. All right, Colossians chapter 1. Look at verse 13. It says, Who has delivered us from the power or the authority or the kingdom of darkness and translated us into the kingdom of his what? Dear son. Now this tells it, don't it? This explains just what I just told you. First of all, we are rescued out of the kingdom of darkness. How did I get in the kingdom of darkness? I got in the kingdom of darkness because my father Adam rebelled against the kingdom of light and rebelled against heaven and jumped in a new kingdom. So everyone born was born into the world or born into that kingdom. So you were born into the kingdom of darkness. You didn't have to be taught how to sin. You didn't have to be taught how to lie or how to cheat. You were a natural, praise God, at it. So you're living in that realm and you're picking up all this stuff from it and all at once a new government comes and Jesus shows up and says, praise God, guess what? The kingdom of heaven has arrived, glory to God. Now what do I need to do? You need to repent. You need to stop your stupid thinking of jumping, clapping, and getting into the kingdom. You need to stop thinking about operating in this kingdom with your citizenship here. You're going to have to change your whole mind to understand there's a new kingdom in town, praise God. And it's a good kingdom that provides all your needs, takes care of everything that you need. The peace and joy is there that you need. It's all spiritual things. But once again, now these are things that we can't see. How many know you can't see heaven? Can't really see God? Can't really see your citizenship? But now, if you are a citizen people should be able to tell you are a citizen. If they can't tell you are a citizen by now and you've been saved 10 years, you better find out if you are. I mean, there's a change that takes place in your life, praise God. There's a change. You, you know something took place, and you know. And you should be changing towards acting like a kingdom citizen and acting like your father and behaving like your father and believing like your father and trusting in your father. And if that ain't working, check where you've been born, praise God. Is your name even written in the Lamb's Book of Life? Because when they open it up, it better be there. So you can't earn your way in. You can't religitize your way in. You can't do what a denomination tells you. You come to church every Sunday, you're going to be born again. That doesn't work. You come across the border in Mexico, you can't go to church every Sunday and think you're going to be an American citizen. There's a way to do these things. Otherwise, you are illegal in the spirit realm to do these things. So notice, he has rescued us out of the power or the kingdom of darkness, and he has now moved us into the kingdom or the citizenship in a place called heaven, a real place. Say a real place. Say it again, a real place. So now, just like Adam was a heavenly citizen, but he declared independence when he rebelled against that kingdom, now you, once you're switched, have to declare independence and rebel against the kingdom you were in, which is the kingdom of darkness, because it's your day of independence. So you don't have to do what that kingdom trained you to do anymore, because you're part of a new kingdom with new morals, new values, new customs, new everything. See, when the United States, we have Independence Day. What did we do? We declared independence from a kingdom called Britain, and we started our own place, which was the United States of America. But notice, we, we rebelled and got away from them, but we don't drive on the left side of the road. We don't drink tea three, four times a day. We don't wear knee socks. We don't wear ties. Why is that? Because we cut their culture off. We cut their morals off. We cut everything they had off because we wanted to be part of a new kingdom and a new country see a lot of people are, are born again into the kingdom of heaven but still living 
in the other kingdom. And then wondering why nothing's working out in their life. Because it's not going to work out. You're in the kingdom of darkness. So I've got to line myself up with the, the kingdom morals, the, the kingdom thing. Why? Because I am a citizen of a country that I cannot see. It's invisible, but it's really there. And, and how do you know that between kingdoms and different governments, everything's different. Even if you go from state to state or whatever, everything changes. Years ago, we, we went on a cruise and we went to Amsterdam. So at that time, I was a citizen of the United States and I was in Amsterdam. And I went there, and they had people standing on the sidewalks, smoking J's, one right after the other. They had a red light district where girls were just selling themselves like it's going out of style. Now, that didn't agree with my kingdom. And if one of those girls would have left there and came to the United States and did the same thing, guess what? Even if they became a citizen of the United States, guess what? They're going to jail because they got to get rid of some of their... See, and there's a lot of people who have been born in the kingdom of God who haven't got rid of any of that. Amen. And they're living over here in that stuff. They haven't let the Constitution tell them what to do. They haven't lined up with, with God. They haven't got to the place where they understand that they have been born into a kingdom, and now they are a kingdom citizen under another government, and it's a heavenly government. So it's the same whether you've got a with citizenship duel in Britain and here as it is here and heaven. Heaven is just spiritual, and we don't think of heaven or our country very much. We're too tied up with earthy things and worldly things, but, but your main citizenship should be the kingdom of heaven. Even though it's invisible, it's still real. We got in trouble with things that are invisible because we don't believe things are invisible. But you've been taught so many times, when you die, you're going to go to heaven, that you actually believe it. Somebody walks up to you, how do you know you're going to heaven? Well, because that's what the book says, I'm going to heaven. Have you ever been there? No. What's it going to be like? i got some idea, but I don't really know. Then how do you know it's there? Well, because, see, it's the same way with all spiritual things. What did you do? Now you've got a place where you can see the kingdom of God spiritually, but we don't stop at the kingdom, and we don't stop at a heaven we can't see. Now we pick up all the traits that he gave us, like citizenship and stuff that you can't see also, but you can partake of if you can see them. My God, that was too quick. I know it. It went there too fast. That's my fault. Go to 2 Corinthians chapter 5. That was too fast. All right, 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Look at verse 17. It says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, or basically is born into the kingdom of heaven, born again, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things have become, and all things are of. Now notice this. This is kingdom information that you need if you've been born again. Notice. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he what? He what? Is. Say is. Say it again, is. Say it again, is. Say it is, is. All right. Most of the people who get born into the kingdom spend their whole life trying to become a new creation. Struggling to become a new creation. Hoping to be a new creation. Praying to be a new creation. Why don't they think they are? Because they're not looking at the heavenly supernatural things that you can't see. They're looking at their conduct. They're looking at their thought life. They're looking at their faults. They're looking at their problems that you can see. How many know you can see those? And they're judging spiritual things by natural things. And you can't do that. You can't say, well, I'm just a liar, and I'm just depressed all the time, and I'm a... No, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. So the day that I got born again or born, I'm not being birthing. I was birthed. 
I'm still not coming out of the womb. I was birthed. And when I was birthed, that very second, that very day, I became a brand new creature in Christ Jesus. Old things have, and all things became. Now watch, all the new things are of. So if I'm going to progress, I have to read the Constitution, find out what was given me through this heavenly kingdom that actually belongs to me. And it's not things I'm struggling to get. It's things that he's already gotten for me. They already belong to me. So I'm a new creation. So as I read that and I found out I'm a new creation, that means that I'm somebody different. That means I'm not an alcoholic anymore. I'm not a druggie anymore. I'm not someone who suffers from all these things from rejecting and blah, blah, blah anymore. I'm a new, I am a new creation. Not going to be when I fight this stuff. I am right now a brand new species of being that never existed before. And now I should be showing people. People should look at you and say, you're different. You're different. I mean, they'll just, if they're around you very long, they'll say, why don't you ever use the F word? That's part of the language anymore. You can't go anywhere. You can't turn on any show. You can't do nothing. But when you're not talking like that because you're from a different kingdom and a different culture and a different way of acting, people wonder where you're from. Yeah. Remember Jesus? Everybody want to know where he was from. Are you a Herodian? No. Pharisee? No. Where are you from? Not of this world. He says, I've got to live in this world. I'm not from this world. I'm from someplace else. Well, how I many know you've got to live in this world? But you're not from here. You're from someplace else, praise God. You're a spiritual being. You're a, you're a heavenly citizen. It belongs to you. And when you get the revelation, of start seeing it. So I had to see myself as a new creation. I couldn't look at what I was doing to believe I was. I couldn't look at your opinion of me to see if I was. I simply had to believe the word. I'm a new creation in Christ. So I'm a new creation. So when I start having anger fit, I say, I don't do that anymore because I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus. Old things. When I want to, if I want to take a drink, I say, I'm not an alcoholic anymore. I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus. Old things have passed away. All things. So all my hurts had passed away. All everybody that beat me passed away. Everybody that mistreated me passed me away. Everybody that don't like me and still don't like me have passed away. Come on. Passed away. Passed away. You say, Uncle Joe passed away. That means he's dead. That means all your old hurts are dead and they're gone and your old man's gone at the same time. You're a new creation, praise God. And notice what it says here. Not only are old things passed away, but all things have become new. I mean, no, I needed a lot of newness. Talk about remodeling. I needed a whole job, praise God. Hallelujah. But somebody came in and did that remodeling, not in a week. Not in 20 years of hearing sermons. He did it in one day, the day that I got born again into the kingdom of God. Not only was I changed into the kingdom, but my whole being, my spirit person was completely changed at that time. All at once, I was a brand new species of being that never existed before. I am a new creation. Say, I am, I am a, new creation. a new creation. Say, old things, old things. passed away. Passed away. All, things all things have become new. Uh, you've got to get that fact down. You're going to keep trying to do things from this kingdom that aren't going to get you to the next kingdom because you're already in the next kingdom. But we've been taught, do this, do that, go to church, blah, 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 blah. But all that stuff doesn't help you become a kingdom citizen at all. It wastes your time and makes you feel better. And I'll tell you what, if, if you've got to wear a cross around your neck, and I'm not knocking crosses, everybody should wear one, but if you've got to wear one to tell people you're a kingdom citizen, if you've got to have a bumper sticker, Come on, honk if you love Jesus. And there's nothing wrong with that. 
but they should know that you love Jesus without honking. See, it's our daily stuff, ain't it? You know, you and people come from a different country and they come in here and they can barely speak English. You understand that they're not from here. They're from someplace else. Praise God. So what are we trying to do? We're, we're being changed every day. And we're being changed into the image of God because it says all things are new and all things are of? God. Well, let me ask you, is God sick? No. Depressed? No. Down and out? No. Sad? No. Poor? No. Pressured? No. In strife? No. In division? No. Holy? No. Ah! Yeah! Yeah! Gotcha. Just seeing if you're paying attention. Seeing if you're paying attention. Yeah, God isn't all those things. So if you're going to equate yourself with a born-again person in a heavenly kingdom, in heaven that you can't see, but it's really there, that country, then you've got to associate with that identity which God gave you freely the day that you got born. Hallelujah. All right. Glory to God. Go to Ephesians chapter 4. All right, Ephesians chapter 4, look at verse 22. It says that you, your responsibility, need to put off concerning the former conversation or the lifestyle of the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lusts, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that you put on the new man, which after God or like God is created in righteousness and what? True, True holiness. So this is telling you something here. There was a switch that was made. When you got born in the kingdom of heaven, you're no longer the corrupt man. You're no longer the lying man. You're no longer the failure. You're no longer... At that day when you got born in the kingdom of God, you're a brand new species of being that ever existed before. When Adam was created, how many know God created him perfect? He didn't create him with flaws in, but when he sinned, his nature changed. And it ended up being like the devil on the inside of him. Well, we got born again back into our original position now that Adam was born in. And basically everything about you is perfect. I'll never be perfect. You're right. Well, I'll just never be healed. You're right. You never will be with that attitude. Never be like, because you still see yourself over here rather than yourself over here. I was a new creation. I wasn't an alcoholic. I was a patient man, not an angry man. But I could have been an angry man and still been over here. All I had to do was claim it and see it and see myself getting angry and meditate on myself being angry. And that's the way Dad was. And that's the way Grandpa was. And that's the way we Karis's are. Praise God. We are angry people. So if you want to mess with a Karis, you're going to mess with an angry person. I'll tell you that right now. And you look at how it came down from generation to generation to generation. But once you get born again and get a revelation of now you're a heavenly citizen, you're going to break every generational curses. Just get born again and get a clue. You'll take care of those. You see, unless you're going to agree with him and continue to transport them all the way down to the next generation to the next generation. We're the generations that's cutting that stuff off. They're going to say, I remember my granddad. Boy, he was a radical man. He was from heaven. He was full of the Holy Ghost, praise God. And it's been passed down onto me. I got the Holy Ghost chasing me around wherever I go. I'm stuck with a generational blessing. Somebody help me. It's the truth, praise God. You're getting truth this morning. Now notice where the change takes place. Look at verse 23. And be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Being renewed where? Where? 
Now notice, don't be renewed in your mind. You must be renewed in the spirit of your mind. How can I be renewed in the spirit of my mind? Because when I get born again, I can now spiritually see and understand the kingdom of God, my citizenship, and everything else that I could never understand before because I wasn't a kingdom citizen. So now I can see these things. All at once these things start opening up to me. All at once I start looking. My God, I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus. How you doing? I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus. Remember 20 years ago when I did this? No, old things have passed away. All things have become new. I see myself as a peaceful person. I saw myself preaching to people before I ever preached to one people. God spoke to me. It was in my heart. And I saw myself preaching to masses. I saw myself preaching to thousands. I saw myself preaching to people. I saw people getting healed. I saw people getting touched. I saw people falling down in the spirit. I saw people laughing. I saw all this stuff. When, when it breaks out in our service, everybody looks at me and, and thinks I'm going to be shocked. I saw this 30 years ago. It's not a shock to me. My shock is why isn't... No, let me go there. Bad boy. Bad boy. Bad boy. Why isn't everybody, hallelujah, being touched by the power of the Holy Ghost and the Spirit of God? See, I've already seen it. Before you built your house, you saw what it was going to look like. You saw something that was invisible and wasn't there, but believed in it because you knew it was going to be there. See? So what are we doing? We're looking at spiritual things rather than natural things, aren't we? So I want to look at myself and I want to see myself as a, a citizen. I want to see myself as born again. I want to see myself as my nature changed. Although nobody else can see it and I can't see it when I go to the mirror and look in, it's still a spiritual truth and I'm part of a spiritual kingdom. So I want to get that knowledge rather than this earthly knowledge. This earthly knowledge is going to tell you you're, you're everything wrong. Everything. I mean, just turn on the news and they're going to tell you how bad you are. They're going to tell you where you're failing, what you're doing wrong, how you're ripping people off, how you're no good, how you're... But that has nothing to do with it. See, I, I'm not going to live out of this kingdom. I'm going to take out of this kingdom up here because God's kingdom is what I need. So notice I have to be renewed where? In the spirit. Say the spirit, the spirit. of your mind. Right, go to 2 Corinthians chapter 4. All right, here's a scripture that will open up to you now. 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Look at verse 18. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are... Now, just because it says that they're not seen, it doesn't mean that they're not real. While we look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen... For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. So we know if they're eternal and they're not seen, they must be spiritual things that we can't see, but they're actually there. Heaven is actually there. It, that's where it's at. It's a real country. It's a real thing. I'm a citizen of that country. So I'm going to start concentrating on the things that I can't see instead of the things that I can see. So I'm not going to judge myself on how I acted today. I'm going to judge myself on who he said I was today. And I'm going to look at that, and I'm going to meditate on it, and I'm going to see it to a place to where you become the person who never gets angry again, the person who never gets sick again, the person who's always full of joy again. What am I doing? I'm looking at things that I cannot see, but how many know they're real? See, my citizenship is real, but I can't see it. Me being born again is real, but I can't see it. I have power. I can't see it. I have righteousness, but I can't see it. I have authority, but I can't see it. But these spiritual things are like the wind. 
if you believe that you have the wind, you will see it blow. Oh my gosh, that was good. My God, I needed that. So if I believe and look at the power that I have that I don't see that I have, but God says I have, if I keep looking at it and believe I have that power, you're actually sooner or later going to see that wind of that power move something in the natural realm. People are going to say, oh, wasn't that a great service? That fell down and that fell down and that fell down. Yeah, I blew. <laughs> see, people fall down in the spirit and say, boy, that's wild. Well, no, it's not. Not if you're looking at the spirit realm rather than the natural realm. If you're looking at the natural realm, you say, he pushed her. He pushed her right down. He gave her a big shove. That's why she fell. Probably put his foot back there. No, it's a spiritual thing. Say it's a spiritual thing. So the more I understand that I have, when the Spirit of the Lord came upon me, I received power. I can't see that power. All I can see is the word that declares to me that I have power. I'm not going to look at the times when I don't feel like I have power, which is 90% of the time. Guess I have power, think I have power. No, I'm going to continue to look at that until I believe I have something that I cannot see in the natural, but is true in the spirit, and it's going to produce in the natural as soon as I believe it in the spirit. All right? So now I want to see myself as a righteous person. And the more I see myself as righteous, the wind's going to blow and manifest my righteousness in the natural realm, and I'll be walking and living like a righteous person rather than fighting to become righteous. I'm just doing my best. I gave up this and gave up that and gave up this and gave up that and we'll keep giving it up, praise God. That's not going to help you get there. We travel from faith to faith, one level to another, not by your effort and your effort and your effort and your effort. It has little to do with your efforts unless you're doing something really stupid. And then the Holy Ghost will tell you to stop. Are you following? So we get there by faith, don't we? We believe we're righteous, and if we believe it long enough that we can't see, you'll see it. You'll start walking as a righteous person. You'll start walking as a peaceful person. You'll start walking as a joyful person. You'll start walking as a person with authority. Well, if I could just see authority work, I believe I'd have it. It's never going to work. Because the wind ain't going to blow until you get in line with the spiritual things. That's what makes the spiritual wind blow. Do you see? We keep putting the cart before the horse. Doesn't work that day. Well, as soon as somebody falls down the Holy Ghost, I'll believe I have power. No. Believe you have power that you can't see. It'll manifest in the natural realm, and the wind will blow somebody down, and then you'll be a little more convinced because it actually worketh. And now I not only believe it in here, but I believe it here because I'm seeing it in the natural realm, and it's really easy to do when I see it both places because there's nothing contradicting it, see? So what are we doing? We're growing. How? In the spirit of our in the spirit of our mind to receive these things. So what you eventually see in the spirit, you will have in the natural. What you see in the natural, you'll stay with in the natural. If you believe you're no good, you'll be no good. If you believe you're a liar, you'll be a liar. If you believe you're a thief, you'll be a thief. And that's just where you stay because there's no spiritual power to take you out of there. That's all natural stuff, see? That's all. And even though, and what it is, it's misidentification. We don't like guys thinking they're girls now. But it's even worse for a church member to think they're a low life when God has already said who you really are. It's an identification problem, ain't it? And it's bad in the natural. Well, it's bad in the spiritual, too. We should know who we are. We should start acting like who we are in our new identity. And the only way to do that is look at things that are not seen rather than the things that are seen. Some people see the, the earth falling apart and government falling apart. I see revival. I see a move of the Spirit like never before, and I just hope it gets darker and darker and darker and darker. Because the Bible says when gross darkness covers the land, the Spirit of the Lord and the light of God is going to come upon you, and you will shine like a bright light in that darkness, and people are going to see it. They're going to see the light. 
They're going to understand there's a better way. They're going to see there's a better way. It has to get dark before it happens. It has to. These are just things that happen. And things are being manifested right now that we never knew about five, ten years ago. We're seeing things that are different. We're seeing corruption we never saw before. We're seeing how deep it is. We're seeing how powerful it is. We're seeing all this stuff. But all that's good because they ain't got anything they can pull from the earth after you when you got something to pull from here. Praise God. Remember what Jesus said? They'd bring that army to him and he said, you know what? I could say angels and they'd just come down and wipe you out in about two seconds. He said, but I'm not going to do it. I'll bet he wanted to. How many of you think? Come on, he was a natural guy. Uh, that probably got to come. Uh, well, I don't know. How many of you want to call down an angel and take somebody out? Hallelujah, Lord. All right. See, you're not even being physically crucified, probably crucified in your emotions, and you want to call it down, but it's not that way. See, so what are we doing? We're going to look at spiritual things. We're going to see spiritual things. That's what we want to do. That's what we want to look at, not this natural world. That's why there's too much information in the world right now. My gosh, if you're not on TV, then you're on this. And if you're not on this, you're on this. And if you're not over here, you're on there. And if you're not there, you've got the radio on. You've got the, all this stuff coming in from all over the place. And it gets you to look at the wrong things and not what's really going on in the spirit realm. All right, go to Colossians chapter 3. This is something you grow in. This is something that should occupy your prayer time. Instead of, Lord, gimme, 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 my name's Jimmy, and I need all I can get. No, no, we're praying. We're, I thank God I'm a new creation. Thank you, Lord. I thank you for making me holy and righteous. Thank you, Lord. I never get angry. I praise God that I've got the power of God. I thank God for the authority you gave me. What am I doing? I'm taking spiritual principles and laws that are in that kingdom, and I'm praying men to get them in the spirit of my mind so I understand who that is, praise God. Some of you are still who your daddy and mommy told you were, and they didn't even know who they were. And they're trying to tell you, oh, you're going to end up in jail. Hey, oh, you end up in jail. And then you end up in jail and wonder why. Well, get out from under that, praise God. All right, Colossians chapter 3, another verse that will open up. Verse 1, if you then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ sits at the right hand of God. Set your affection on things above not on things on the earth, for you are dead. Now, who's dead? Your old man's dead, ain't he? You are dead, and your life is now hid with Christ. Look at verse 10. And you've now put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him. So how am I growing? I'm seeing Christ and myself as being the same in nature. So I'm looking at Christ. I'm looking at things above, not on things of the earth. Well, what's above? Well, my citizenship is above. The peace that pass understanding, it's above. I am seated in heavenly places, far above all principality, power. I'm not low. I'm not. Remember the prodigal son? He left. He declared independence, went, ended up in a pig pen. I mean, you know, that's what happened when Adam did it. We all ended up in a pig pen. And now here we come. We're coming back. And we're going, oh, well, let me figure out how I can come back to God. I'm just going to come back and tell him how unworthy I am and how terrible I am and what a loser I am. And I'm going to come back and repent to God. And what did, the, what did the father say? He said, no, 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 no. Kill the fatted calf. Praise God. I'm telling you what. Come on back. Glory to God. You're a member of the family again just like that. You come right back into my family. And most people are still being a prodigal son. Thinking they're low lowlifes, thinking they can't do anything, thinking the devil has power over them, thinking all this stuff. No, 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 no. 
You're born again, praise God. You're a brand new species. Old things passed away. All things have become new. And that new person, everything about him is of God. It belongs to you. So basically, what do I do? I pray the prayer in Ephesians chapter 1 where it says, he prays that the spirit of understanding, the spirit of understanding. Well, I want to hear things from the spirit, not from the natural. In Colossians chapter 1, he wants spiritual wisdom and knowledge and understanding. Not just wisdom and knowledge. There's enough of that around. But I want the spiritual wisdom and knowledge. What is that? What I see, praise God, that I can't see. And anybody living in the natural ain't going to understand you seeing things. I mean, a lot of people don't even believe that God's out there. Why? They can't see God. If they ever saw him, they probably still wouldn't believe it, especially if he came in the natural realm. But we're, we can open up to spiritual things. We can open up with who we are, the power, the authority that we have, and the victory that we have. And we can take on the nature of God by partaking in the precious promises that have already been given to us, the Bible says. You will escape the corruption that is in this world through lust. And that's what we're trying to do, aren't we? We're trying to escape that in our minds. We've already escaped it. We were born again. So you're not being born again every day. You're not being birthing every day. You're not being recovering or delivered every day. You're delivered. And until you believe that, you're going to be the other way. Because they're still going to think you're not there yet. And you think you've got to do something to get there. And so far in your life, you've done nothing to get anywhere except by the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now notice, if it came from Jesus, then who's going to get all the glory? You can't get any. You can do nothing. Well, I prayed and I fasted and God born me again. No, he didn't. That didn't born you again. You got born again when you surrendered your life to him, praise God. And the blood paid for it and you were there. People say, well, it's hard not to give glory to God. Well, if you think you did something, well, I fasted, I did this, I did that, 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 that meant nothing, praise God. It's all provided for us. So the immigration is, is, is open. The wall between the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of heaven has been taken down. And there's people out there still on the wrong border. And what are we supposed to do? Get them over the border. Get them in the kingdom of God. There's a better kingdom for them. There's a better way for them. There's a better way to health. There's a better way for all these things in our life. But there are things that you've got to know by looking at spiritual things that you cannot see until you see them. Hallelujah. All right, let's pray. You're not going to beat the Methodist, Lutheran, anybody today. Doesn't matter who it is, praise God. You're not going to do it. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you for your word today. I thank you for opening up our spiritual eyes to things that we've not seen. I ask you to remove all the crap we've been looking at, Lord, that is not from our realm, but from the other realm and the earthy realm, that we may see the peace and joy and love and power that you placed in our lives, that we may see how much you love us even, even no matter where we're at or what we're doing. And we thank you for it today, Father. I thank you for kingdom mentality. I thank you for kingdom spirituality. I thank you for a group of people rising up in the power of God and in the anointing of God. And I thank you that we will make a difference this week, whether we go to the grocery store, whether we go to our job, whether we go down the street, whether we're outside, whatever we're doing, Lord, we are here to make a make an entrance for someone else into your kingdom. We thank you for your spirit and your teaching and your word in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. All right. Praise God. To hear more dynamic words, go to my